The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. When the Facts Change is brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, in partnership with Kiwi Bank. The bank for Kiwi, looking to get ahead in business and in life. A bank that delivers expertise and banking know-how, smart advice for business owners wanting to invest, grow their business or diversify. A bank that adapts with technology through the lens of its people and customers. It is a bank with heart that is driven by its purpose. Kiwi making Kiwi better off. This week, we finally saw what the books looked like. It was a moment of truth for the new finance minister, Nicola Willis, who had accused the previous government of fiscal vandalism by leaving a whole bunch of fiscal cliffs and snails, which she argued hid the true position of New Zealand's budget. Now, this is something that's actually quite hard to do because about 20 years ago, the government of the day changed the rules so that the Treasury has to provide a pre-election fiscal update to everyone, which includes descriptions of exactly where the budget is. And that's what we saw in September, the pre-election fiscal update, which details all the fiscal risks, the forecasts of deficits or surpluses, and is very clear about what's going to happen with the budget. Now, we know that before the election, the Labour government was forecasting a surplus in 2026-27, and that net debt was likely to peak around about 20% of GDP. To give you a sense of how relaxed and small that debt is, that's about half to a third of other comparable countries who also have AAA credit ratings, And none of our ratings agencies were remotely looking at downgrading our credit rating. Yet we heard from the finance minister, Nicola Willis, some pretty extreme language about how the budget was a mess, that Labor had been fiscal arsonists, and that the books were in a real mess. So... This week, when we saw the mini-budget and the half-yearly economic and fiscal update, we actually got to test those claims against the actual numbers. So what did we actually find? Well, let's hear first from Nicola Willis, who spoke in the budget lockup in the Beehive's banquet hall about what she discovered when she opened the books. Here's Nicola Willis. The half-year update shows a shrunken surplus, bigger borrowing requirements, greater fiscal risks, and higher debt than forecast in the pre-election update. It's worth noting that even since the half-year update was finalised, there have been further downward revisions in GDP, showing the economy shrank in three of the four past quarters. The Haifu shows a worsening economic picture. High inflation persisting, high interest rates, low growth and growing unemployment. 
It also makes the imbalance in the government books clear. The surplus forecast for 2026-27 has been substantially downgraded from 2.1 billion in the pre-election update to just 140 million at Haifu, a wafer-thin surplus. In light of this, today's mini-budget sets out the immediate and longer-term actions our coalition government is taking to respond with the actions to deliver fiscal repair, safeguard frontline public services, and provide much-needed cost-of-living relief. In light of all of these challenges, the government has three priorities for next year's budget. We will be release, releasing a full budget policy statement in March, uh, and you can expect that the priorities I'm outlining here will be reflected alongside the size of our operating and capital allowances. Those priorities are addressing the rising cost of living, including meeting our commitment to deliver tax relief to New Zealanders. Delivering effective and fiscally sustainable public services and building for growth and enabling private enterprise. We will get New Zealand back on a sustainable financial footing. This will require significant work, reprioritisation and focus. Tax reduction will be a dividend of this work. We remain committed to fiscally neutral tax relief, consistent with our coalition commitments. I note that the half-year update on page six states that the tax plan signalled by the government and expected to be agreed ahead of the May budget will have a broadly neutral impact over the forecast period. In order to get the back books back in order and deliver tax relief, Cabinet has agreed to an ongoing fiscal sustainability programme which will get New Zealand's finances back in order. This programme will support our commitment to fiscal repair and to tax relief. Over the longer term, the goal here is responsible fiscal management. That means consistent surpluses, reducing net debt, and delivering effective and efficient public services. There are five areas of work underway. The first is the immediate savings and tax changes we have outlined today. The second is a baseline exercise to reduce the cost of government. The third is an ongoing savings drive with specific initiatives to drive revenue and savings. The fourth is new discipline and system reforms designed to embed a culture of fiscal discipline. And finally, our steps to enable economic growth. Nicola Willis there on Wednesday, presenting her mini-budget and the half-yearly economic and fiscal update. So, what actually happened? Was it as bad as she said it was going to be? Well, it's worth looking at the numbers, which show that in the year 2026-27, which is when Labor said they would get the budget back into surplus, it's still in surplus. Now, it's not a, not a larger surplus. In fact, it's a bit smaller. But it's hardly a dramatic deterioration in the books. And when you look at the extra borrowing of around about $5 billion, that is tiny compared to the scale of not just the existing debt, but also the size of the economy. And when you look at the next couple of years, the books are actually in better shape than what was presented in September. So, for example, if you look at the year to June 2023, the deficit came in at $9.4 billion. Now, that's below the $10 billion forecast. 
and the forecast for 2024-25 of 6.1 billion, as forecast in the latest mini budget, is pretty much in line with the previous forecast. And it starts to widen a bit in the following year, but not dramatically given the scale of the spending and the revenues that the government's receiving. This is not the sort of budget blowout or smoking engine presented before the budget came out. There is no way that this can be described in the same way that the budget messes of 1990 could be described, in which an entire bank was in danger of collapsing where the government's accounts really were in a mess. That's simply not the case. And uh, this will be an issue for Nicola Willis as she looks to navigate the next year or so. Interestingly, she has increased the size of the spending cuts that were promised before the election and has yet to deliver the detail on the tax cuts that were talked about before the election. However, there has been confirmation that the bright line change from 10 years to two years will come through next year and the interest deductibility acceleration uh, will happen. The government's books are not quite as healthy in the long run as presented before the election, but that's largely because the economy is growing a bit slower. That's what happens when you uh, tighten monetary policy and when interest rates rise sharply all around the world, which is what's happened in the last couple of years. This mini-budget, the moment of truth for Nicola Willis, actually shows a fairly normal budget, a budget that isn't blowing out, where debt is not too high, where actually in the next couple of years there's been basically no change to the outlook. The deficits are small and falling, and in fact the surplus happens in exactly the same year as Labour promised before the election. This week, we saw the mini-budget and we found it wasn't as bad as presented, either before or after the books were opened. When the Facts Change was brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, together with KiwiBank. Visit kiwibank.co.nz to find out how KiwiBank are making Kiwi better off. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.